0: Log Talk Radio. Go. I must, they know me well. Yeah, yeah. Haters only looking just to see me fail. Nah, nah. But that is not an option, nigga. Can't you tell? Huh? Pulling up two seater. Shorty wanna follow the leader. <laughs> yeah. Killing shit, grim reaper. You niggas might need you a preacher. Nah. No. Shorty ass on breeder. Shaking it like it's on seizure. Yeah. This shit so fever. About to burn a holy uh, speaker. Uh, shorty huh. wanna move with the shakers. Shorty wanna be with the breakers. Yeah. Shorty wanna move from the fakers. Yeah. Shorty with the team like the Lakers. Hey move with the shakers said you want to be with the breakers said you want to move from the fakers said you with the team like the lakers Uh, uh. stunting head to toe oh yeah you know Know what's up bottle to the head oh you don't need no cup 2020 vision that's the level up see me in my zone so yeah don't interrupt feeling like they turned that heat on running this no cleat on about to put my street on ghost putting that beat on Let it look like what the, fuck? what the fuck And we all getting money Call that Scrooge McDuck screw, screw. But this ain't no casino So don't try your luck yeah, yeah. Cause it won't be a DM If we hit you up Shorty sure wanna move with the Shakers yeah. Shorty sure wanna be with the Breakers yeah. Shorty sure wanna move from the Fakers yeah. Shorty sure with the team like the Lakers I, 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 hey. Move with the Shakers yeah. Said you wanna be with the Breakers yeah. Said
1: you wanna move from the Fakers yeah. Said you with the team like the Lakers uh, uh. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, what's good, what's good. It's your boy Hollywood. It's Hollywood and friends. We're here every Sunday, three PM Eastern. Appreciate you for tuning in. However you're tuning in, iTunes, Stitcher to tune in at Blog Talk Radio. Doesn't matter. We appreciate it. I appreciate you. Be sure to follow us on social media. Or follow me on social media at I am Hollywood. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, follow our producer, Stacy, at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. B-L-U is how you spell
0: blue. We here. We here. I'm here.
1: I might have a friend or two chime in. Possibly. Possibly. For what's hot in these blogs. I'm over here uh, multitasking right now. But... Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to let you all know what we're going to be talking about for the day. Ryan Coogler and Bank of America. The incident has went viral this week. It's what's hot in in these blogs, so we're talking about it. Also, Jesse Smollett was sentenced and what's going on since that, how that went in the courtroom, all of that. We're going to talk about it. And Chris Brown's rape allegation, sexual assault allegation. The woman who was accusing him of sexual assault might have just lost her credibility because Chris Brown came with the receipts, and she lost her representation behind these new revelations from Chris Brown. So it's not looking too good for her, but we're going to talk about it. We also got what blows mine later, and we're going to kick it off like we always do with the question of the day. And again, if this is your first time listening, 646-716-8544, that's the number to call. You're welcome to chime in on anything I'm going to be discussing. Let me know your two cents. I'll bring you on, hear you out. Six four six seven one six eight five four four. You would just press the number one whenever you're ready. And that's that. Question of the day: What song gets you on the dance floor? Hmm. I was thinking about this. It's one of those things. I I love music in general. Like, and when I go out to parties or anything. I'm not that guy that's just too cool for school, maybe for a little bit of a time. I might be a little too cool for school when you first get there. But after a while, I might hit you with a little, you know, a little two-step or something. But it's no, I don't think it's a particular song in general that, you know, some people go in the spot and they just sit down and or stand against the wall and just bop their heads, sit they drink, checking out the surroundings. People watch. Watch everybody else have all the fun until that one particular song come on. And then they want to get the courage and jump up and go da-da-da. Yeah, that's not really me. Like, all the songs really, I'm, I'm vibing. So, I can't say. I can't say. But I can tell you what song I know is definitely the party starter for everybody else, for those wallflowers and for those people who just chilling, sitting down um, for the ladies, I'll say it is cash money records taking over for the nine, nine to two thousands. When juveniles back that ass up, come on, it's over. It's over. Most DJs wait to play that because they know what's up. It's over once that song comes on. Once you hear that doop,
0: everybody
1: up. The guy's up because they ready to get the dub because all the girls about to be going in. And the girl's up because they ready to shake their – but, yeah, that song is the party starter for sure.
0: Doo-doo. Cash Money Bank is taking over for the 9-9 and the 2000. And then it's around.
1: Yeah. That'll do it for you. That'll do it. Um, yeah. We're going to see. I'm going to see if I get some responses from, uh, from IG. And I'll read them throughout the show. A listener said they are a chiller now, but they'll go out a line, go out for a line dance or two. <laughs> that, that's a good point, actually, because that, that's another set of songs that would potentially get the people up on the floor, like the wobble or the electric slide or, you know, those type of songs. Those will definitely get it going, especially in the black parties. For sure. Those will do it. Um so I got a uh, update. I just seen this too random before we get into what I talked what I mentioned that we'll talk about today. Uh, Kanye West and Pete Davidson. I seen this post where they're kinda like going back and forth via text message and it's, it looks like it starts where Pete Davidson texts Kanye. I'm not sure what happened prior to this, prior to him texting him. It could have been something that Ye said or did or posted. I haven't for being honest, I haven't been on um, Instagram before starting the show today. So, you know, a lot could happen overnight, so shit probably went down, and I don't even know about it. But this text thread, Pete Davidson writes Kanye, and he said, Yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m., and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing, and you are so the, – the site that I'm reading this from, they I guess, crushed out all of profanity <laughs> – you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore, and I'm done being quiet now. Grow the fuck up. Oh. P <laughs> woke up and chose violence. <laughs> Kanye responded. He said, oh, you're using profanity? Where are you right now? And P responded, in bed with your wife. Wow. This is hilarious. This is my first time reading this, by the way. Kanye responded, happy to see you out of hospital and rehab. He says, same here. It's wonders what those places do when you go get help. You should try it. I'm in L.A. for the day. If you want to stop being a little Internet bitch boy and talk. Wow. He really woke up and shows violence this morning. Pete, uh, it looks like it continues with Pete saying, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so, looks like it says P-U-S-S-Y, and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. You think Kim had Pete phone, texting Kanye on Pete behalf? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Yay responded, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. Pete says, why don't you, Why don't we meet after Sunday service and Saints game? I'll be at the BHH, and we can have food and talk it out in my room, privately, one-on-one, man-to-man. Okay. Seems to be calming down a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to skim through because this is a long thread, and honestly, I don't feel like reading all of this, but this is kind of interesting. I'm going to uh, skim through to see if I see any good parts. Um, so Pete says, I wish you'd man up for once in your life. Let me help you. I struggle with mental stuff too. It's not easy. It's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be so happy in that peace. He says, you have no idea how nice I've been to you despite your actions towards me. I've stopped SNL from talking about or making fun of you which they've wanted to do for months. He tells Jay that he has his back, even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth. He said, but if you continue to press me like you have in the past six months, I'm going to stop being nice. Pete Davidson said, no
2: more, Mr. Nice Guy.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, there you have it. A morning thread from Pete Davidson and Kanye West. I don't know how this is going to play out. Allegedly, by the way, all of this is going on.
2: Yeah, I just want to add, yeah, it's allegedly because that thread was shared by Pete's friend, Dave Mm. Cyrus, I believe. So you you know you just want to we don't know if these text messages are real or true so right, right. this this is what appears to be from Pete Davidson from Yay and that's it.
0: Okay,
1: true that, true that because we all know the internet these days and Photoshop is easy and even if it's not Photoshop he could easily add a contact in the phone that says Yay too and then go back and forth with its own friend and then post it like you know. Anything is possible. So, absolutely, allegedly, these are the text messages going back and forth between Pete and, Dave, um, Pete and Kanye. It's hilarious. Hilarious. All right. Um, let's move on. Sidebar. Something that was going in. Um, I was watching uh, TV last night. Actually, I was I was cooking and playing music videos on the TV while I was cooking. And the song uh, by WizKid featuring Tim's, it's called Essence. Yeah, I know this song. um, It's like one of the most popular songs out um, right now. Um, I I don't know all the lyrics. I can't even try to butcher it. But just know, if you want, Google WizKid featuring Tim's Essence and you'll hear the song you know exactly what it is. But what I did not know is that it's two people on the song this whole time. I got this song in my playlist. I play it, like, almost every other day, and I did not know. For one, I did not know it was two people um, singing on the song, and then I did not know that one of them was a female. So crazy. The whole time I thought the song was just WizKid. And then when I'm watching this video, I'm like, wait, hold on. He got he got somebody, like, lip-syncing his parts. Wow, crazy. Blew my mind that Tim's is actually on the song, and her voice is just that beat. It's like, yo, this is crazy. I had no idea. And it turns out a lot of people didn't know, but it, that was just something that randomly crossed my mind, because I was just like, and I know I'm not the only one now, because a lot of people was in my DM, like, no, I didn't know either. Wow, blah, blah, blah. So WizKiff, featuring Tim's Look It Up, Essence, if you didn't know, but random sidebar. Let's get into what's hot in these blogs, though, and let's talk about Ryan Kubler and Bank of America and what went down. So Ryan Coogler, we all know he is famous director. He most famously, I want to say, directed Black Panther. We all know Black Panther. This movie was
0: huge. Everywhere.
1: It sparked a whole movement And he directed this movie. He goes into Bank of America in Atlanta to withdraw money from his account. $12,000 he wanted to withdraw. And he wanted to be low-key about it. I mean, I don't know what, what neighborhood this bank was in or maybe just any neighborhood any bank is in. He probably cautious. Maybe he had a bad experience before where somebody tried to, like, do something. Maybe somebody tried to do something to one of his friends. Who knows? Whatever the reason, Ryan Kugler wanted to be discreet about withdrawing $12,000 from his bank account. So much so that he didn't want to tell the teller out loud because, you know, there's a line. People right there, even with social distancing, you can hear what someone's telling the teller. For one, it's a whole-ass glass there. It's not like you're sitting at a desk where you could lean over and be like, I want to withdraw $12,000. Like, you got to talk, and you got a whole mask on. All this shit that causes you to talk a little louder is happening at the bank, right? So, Ryan, when the lady asks, you know, when you get to the the teller, anybody who ever went to the bank and withdrew money, you say, I want to make a um, withdrawal. They tell you, all right, insert your card. Insert the card. Put the PIN number in. Okay, sir. So how much do you want to withdraw? Ryan slides her the note on the withdrawal slip. By the way, and then on it it said, "I want to withdraw twelve thousand cash. Something like, can you not do it right here at the counter? I want to be discreet." Tells the teller read the note. This chick must have watched one too many episodes. I mean of money heist or set it off, I don't know, she decides to go to the back and call 911. Why? Because she thought it was a stick-up. She thought this man who just inserted his card into the machine, put his PIN number in, gave her his ID, was robbing the bank. I don't know about y'all. I don't have much experience in robbing banks, but I'm not about to put my card in and put a pin number and give you my ID if I'm going to do so. It's a stick up. What? She calls 911. Tells the cops. I have, I have his ID. I have his thing, but I don't know. Something looks maybe. Is it because he was black? That's the only thing I could really resort to, honestly, because he had on a hat and sunglasses and a mask that many people are forced to wear. She like, oh, it's maybe it's, it's just Atlanta. We outside. We don't wear masks. Like, what's this man doing? He looks suspicious. Crazy. The cops come. Pull out their guns. And, and mind you, prior to this, Ryan is waiting, like, at the window. Because you know it's going to take some time. He's wondering, like, what's going on. Like, he may, maybe he's thinking she's in the back counting the money. It's $12,000. She, she's back there. She's counting it. She's He's coming. I think he said people kept coming out and, like, saying, like, oh, they'll be right with you, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, cops in there. Walkie-talkies, guns drawn. Step away from the window, sir. Immediately put handcuffs on him. And, and I don't fully blame... I don't blame them because at the end of the day, they got a phone call saying this man is robbing us? I don't know. Like So they going to take the precautions, right? So they put the handcuffs on him. This whole ordeal goes down. They detain... Ryan Coogler put him in the back of the squad car. Fast forward, I don't know how long this man been in handcuff, in handcuffs. And mind you, I read that he had two people with him outside in a, in a car in an SUV or something. I heard they like detained them too. Um, they find out that this chick is was dumb as fuck. <laughs> and it was all a big misunderstanding, and it should have never happened. They take the handcuffs on him, off him. And, like, how do you... How do you get past this? Like, do you because me personally i was saying homegirls should have been fired like and if and if that's a little harsh at least suspended go home and think about this cuz w- why like even bank of america i don't know whoever the spokesperson is said this should have never happened so that means this was not in your training why did you call 911? And for that reason, she should be suspended or fired because for the main reason, this could have went left real quick. Real, real, real quick, this could have went left. Ryan Kugler was more than cooperative and immediately just, like, did everything, like, but what if he decided to, like, stand his ground in a way like, yo, like, what y'all doing? Like, I'm just here trying to take money out my account. Next thing you know, thrown around, possibly shot, because we see these scenarios all the time with cops with black people. This could have went left real quick. And when I first heard about this story— I was, before all of the information came out, when they just said he had to tell her a note, I was thinking, like, all right, I get you wanting to be discreet, but maybe maybe he could have did it a different way. This is what I'm thinking in my mind. Like, maybe he should have. I didn't know he inserted his ID at this point. I mean, his his card. I didn't know he put a PIN number. I didn't know she had his identification or nothing. Like, when this story first broke, it was like, oh, Ryan Cougar arrested because he he handed the teller a note saying, I want to withdraw, da-da-da. And I'm thinking, like, trying to play the scenario out of my head, like, wait, what? So I'm like, maybe he should have waited. Like, maybe he should have let her ask him first how much and then slid her the note. But now now that all of the details came out and you hear that he inserted his card, he put his PIN number in she had his identification What the fuck like And then once that came out I'm like nah she she deserves to be fired she should not be a teller anymore cuz you just put this man's life in danger when he had when you had all his information everything that you had that you could have verified and all that you had
0: What's the f***ing procedure when you get a no pass to you, huh?
1: Shout it off for reference. I don't know.
2: This chick.
0: This chick got me finished. <laughs> now, <Nah. laughs>
1: is this... Um, so the body cam footage came out. We all seen what happened, how it went down. If nothing else, this is embarrassing. Like, damn, I can't even, this is hashtag banking while black. And I'm sure if she looked at the screen, she seen he got hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't know his, what well, he got his account, but I'm pretty sure I don't know if he's a millionaire yet yeah, or anything, but I'm pretty sure at the very least hundreds of thousands of dollars in this account. I would have worth twelve thousand. You look suspicious, sir. I don't know about this. I don't. I don't know if this ID is really you. I don't know if that. How'd you get that pin number? I don't know. And I got friends who work in banks and one of my friends was telling me like there's ways that you can verify the person's identity, like what they do in their banks, they'll have the person like take their mask down, take the shades off just to make sure the face match the card. That's one step. They can look at the account and see Had this person withdrawn large sums of money before? Like, there's things that the person can do as a teller before calling 911 that this lady did not do. And for that reason, she should be fired. I stand on that. stand on that. Ryan Coogler released a statement. He said, the situation should have never happened. However, Bank of America worked with me and addressed it to to my satisfaction, and we have moved on. I don't know what that means, but if he good, I'm good. Bank of America released a statement saying, we deeply regret that this incident occurred. It never should have happened, and we apologized to Mr. Coogler. I'll say transfer banks too, by the way, I would take all my money out that bank and tw- switch it to somewhere else, unless there's a specific reason you're using Bank of America, no fee checking or something. I don't know whatever it is. If there's a specific reason you're using them, that's one thing, but if it's just because you've had the account for years or something, swap it, change it. I don't like
0: that. I don't like that.
1: A listener said, Ryan, at his level, needs a private banker to get that kind of money out. I agree. Because I'm sure, you know, people, celebrities even, I'm sure they um, – take money out of their account all the time and they probably use private bankers. But to the the teller, stop watching set it off before work.
2: That's it.
0: What's the procedure when you got a gun in your hand?
1: Listener said, Oprah says she has not been to the bank since 88. She just went for the experience. <laughs> yeah, when you get that type of money, that type of level, you just – they probably come to Oprah crib. They probably bank, bring a – what do you call the uh, – they probably bring a till. That's what they call the little money thing. They probably bring a till to her crib. And do the transaction from the comfort of her couch when you get to that level oh someone confirmed they say yes they meet you <laughs> but yeah it's crazy shame on the teller bank of america it's whatever i hope y'all have a A little meeting, a little video message that gets sent out to all the branches, like, of what not to do. When y'all training these new tellers or whatever, what not to do. Show Show this clip. Show this experience. All right. Let's move on. What else we talking about here? What else we talk, Jesse Smollett was sentenced the other day. We we know that he was found guilty for um, this orderly conduct and filing a false police report. So sentencing happened on Thursday and he was sentenced to 150 days in jail, a.k.a. five months, and some probation, some other stuff. And during the sentencing, after the sentencing, Jesse Smollett wanted to make it clear to the people that if anything happens to him, while he's inside during his five months, he did not do it to himself. He wanted to make it clear that he is not suicidal. His direct quote, I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go there, I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I guess because the first thing that comes to my mind is Sandra Bland, where she allegedly committed suicide. And a lot of people, um, people who knew her, felt that this wasn't something she would do. And I'm sure there are other cases where that we don't know about where people went in and then never made it out. And it's like, so I guess for that reason, he wanted to make it clear. I'm guessing. But, yeah. so after this, it has been brought to light that well, first, Jesse, I heard, I heard that he will be in protective custody when he's in there, and I'm guessing that's because of who he is and how public this case was and for his own protection. So for the five months, he will be in.
2: Well, I'm sorry. Have Have you seen the update with his brother?
1: I, I did, actually. I did. I did watch it. Um...
2: Okay, because uh, according to his brother, he's not in protective custody. He's in a psych ward. Oh, just, so you know, I didn't just, know that. That
1: was because I didn't know that that was the alternate. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. Um, I did watch the video last no, night. Was,
2: yeah. yeah, that was just last night. But I mean, of course, they're not happy with him being allegedly in a psych ward that's according to his brother, according to Jesse. But, um, you know, they have him under suicide watch. I did read some of the comments under that video, and one of the comments I kind of felt the same, but I'm not obviously familiar with jail. But to me, I'm wondering if that actually helps protect him a little more that he's in a ward, a psych ward versus in general population. But I'm not sure. I mean, because obviously the brother is not happy with him being on a psych ward. So I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm wondering if it's at least a little better than being in general population, but I'm not sure.
1: Interesting. So that that makes me wonder because, like, I feel like protective custody is one thing. And I thought, like, initially he was going to be in protective custody. And then once I heard this uh, brother's live yesterday and I was like, Did something change? Like, it it sounded as if, oh, now he's in, um, they moved him to a psych ward. I thought it was, like, something, um, like, two different things. And the fact that they are saying that he is on, um, they said it was, like, notated on his thing that he was on suicide watch and all of this. And I don't know how they come to these terms. How do they... Determine someone should be on suicide watch, particularly when Jesse specifically said he's not suicidal. Um, I don't know what made them determine that. Maybe they thought, oh, he just saying that. Maybe him saying that made them think he was actually like I don't know what determines you know for them to come to this. Um, conclusion, and when I think psych ward, I immediately think like padded walls and a stray jacket. That's what comes to my mind when I think psych ward. I don't think, um, and I could be wrong because I don't have experience in, in it, but when I hear the, the term psych ward, that's what I see. And Tied up and shit like that. Like, that's what I think when I think psych ward. So, yeah. And medication and needles and calm down and jugging in the neck. That's what I think when I think psych ward. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation. Five months doesn't seem like a long time, but I can't imagine even spending one night in jail, let alone five months. So it could be a long, long road. I just hope that he makes it out of there, like, good. Because a lot is happening in 48 hours. Like, he was just sentenced Thursday. He was just taken in. And then all of a sudden, all of this stuff is transpiring. And, damn, it ain't even been 72 hours yet. So still got a whole five months to go. I just hope. Like he do his time, regular all this blow over. I don't know about him getting out, which is what his family wants. They're they wanting people to um call the jail. Um, I mean, whatever, whoever is in charge. Um and hashtag this and at them on Instagram, social media, and they got petitions and stuff. So I don't know. I believe he's in the process of appealing i don't know if that's 100 percent true or not but i don't really see him getting out and even if he don't i just hope the five months go by as it should without no issues and that he could come out on the other side still jesse smollett you know that's the only thing i'm thinking Um, A listener said Jesse thinks he is some kind of political prisoner He needs to stop that narrative Plenty of celebs talk against uh, 45 Why would he be the target of the government They say This is probably more of a slap in the face To Ken Fox who initially dropped his charges Having said that he should have Just gotten probation for this level of crime I agree I agree in terms of The sentencing and I think the judge probably just wanted to make an example in a sense because he didn't hurt nobody he hurt he hurt himself if this is actually what they're saying that he lied about it and all that like cuz he's still proclaiming his innocence throughout this whole ordeal So I don't know whether um, you guys are people who, someone who believes he did it or believe he's innocent. Even if he actually did it, I don't think jail time is necessarily all the way appropriate. All he did, if, if this is in fact true, that he lied about this whole ordeal, all he did was waste the city's time, right? And money (laughs) It's like, no one lost their lives, but I don't know. Um, a listener said Kim Fox, who's the state attorney, and is black, by the way, did an interview stating she felt this was more an attack on her position. Yeah, I remember. I remember something about that. Another listener said um, he has to pay back the money. And that, yeah, that's another thing. Cause like I was just saying, he didn't kill anybody. All he did was waste their time and money. So if y'all already gonna make him pay back this money, why why go to jail too? Should have just been fine and probation. That's it. That's how I feel about it. Um, I did see something about Kim Fox. Let me see if I still have that in my vicinity. Um Okay, I think I found it. So Kim released a statement. Well, she was talking to Chicago Sun Times. She penned an um, op-ed in which she criticized local law officials for their handling of the of Jesse's case. Um, she said, "On Thursday, the damaging, costly, and disingenuous criminal prosecution of Jesse Smollett came to an end. As Cook County State Attorney, it pains me deeply to say that in this particular case, our justice our justice system failed." She said, given the reputational price Smollett paid, the $10,000 bond we held, and the fact that he'd never been accused of a violent crime, my office made the decision not to further pursue a criminal conviction. This story should have ended there, as thousands upon thousands of non-prosecuted cases do every day. So just because we do not like the outcome, should not mean we bully prosecutors and circumvent the judicial process, to get it changed. Smollett was indicted, tried, and convicted by a kangaroo prosecution in a matter of months. She said, she also said, meanwhile, the families of more than 50 black women murdered in Chicago over the last 20 years await justice. I definitely, that was one main thing I was saying. early, Early on, when they first came to this conclusion that he didn't do it this was like rapid like i was like this is the biggest open and shut investigation i've ever seen like and i could i agree that they could have been wanting to like stick it to her like oh she just want to help him because he black and she black like nah let's 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 override her let's let's you know i could see that being the case Um, one last thing, Kim stated in this op-ed. She said, "I worry, I worry, <clears throat> I worry that it, the trial outcome will serve as a deterrent to the next generation of prosecutors eager to fight for critical reforms. Anyone interested in an equitable system of justice should be worried too. Hmm. If you want to read her entire." Op-ed. You could go to uh, Chicago sometimes. Or just Google Chicago sometimes. Um, Kim Fox. You could read that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A listener said, Black leadership is under attack. It's bigger than Jesse. Let's move on. Last but not least, what's hot in these blogs? Chris Breezy, Chris Brown.
0: Everybody hates Chris. Chris Brown been
1: sued more than I know. More than I know. Uh, This latest uh, situation that Chris Brown was in is where uh, a young lady was accusing Chris Brown of rape. It looks like Chris Brown provided some receipts a la text messages and voicemails. And it makes the girl look like her story isn't adding up, so much so that she has lost her representation after these new revelations came out a lawyer said we were not made aware that the information existed. So this happened on Wednesday. First off, the the girl, she's a legend that Chris Brown drugged and raped her in 2020. And she sued Chris Brown for 20 million. So on Wednesday, 'Cause this supposedly happened in Miami on like some something some party, something, some yacht, something. Uh so on Wednesday, uh, Miami Beach police discovered these uh text messages from her phone that questioned her allegations. Um I want to find the actual messages because I did read them. But her lawyer said, we were not made aware that the information existed prior to filing. Um, It precludes us from going forward for a number of reasons. They said it's not a comment on whether an assault happened or not, but it precludes us from going forward. So... All right, here's the other information that I was talking about. So she claimed that Chris raped her in a bedroom after giving her a drug-laced drink. The incident allegedly took place on a yacht that was docked at uh, Diddy's Florida home back in December of 2020. And it wasn't until last month that she decided to um, file this lawsuit. And when you hear the timeline of the text messages and the voicemails it sounds a lot like she was being spiteful because Chris Brown ghosted her began to ignore her and then it was a word i bet that's that's how it seems based on the timeline of the text messages and the voicemail, et cetera. Um, So in the screenshots, they both discuss a plan B. Um, Chris Brown, all this is alleged, Chris Brown tells her um, that she should take a plan B. She said, oh shit, okay, I'll get one. Um, There are other texts where she asks him if he has E, ecstasy. Um, there's another text message where she expressed that she wanted to come over because she was bored. And within another hour, she sent another text that said, make time, make some time for me tonight. Chris Brown never responded to any of those. Um, so nine months late, nine months after the incident, I'm fast forward she wrote a message missing you. She said, you were honestly the best I've ever had, LOL. I just want it again. Why are you playing with me? LOL. Chris Brown shared some of these on his um, Instagram story too, by the way. Um, And there's also a voice message that he allegedly received from her, to which she says, or this woman's voice says, what are you doing in Mexico? You're like, reading my messages, and you haven't blocked me yet, so I'm guessing you don't hate me. I just want to see you again. I mean, you just answered the phone and you hung up. Just let me know if you want me to leave you alone. I definitely will, but I really just want to fuck again. When Chris Brown didn't respond again, the lady goes, the woman goes, you knew full well I was not impressed by no... D- You told me to stay and they're going to try to play me? Nah, that's crazy. I didn't deserve that, but you just got it. And after that, it seems, is when the allegations came out that he drugged and raped her. It's crazy. Chris Brown, when he released all of this, he said, no more dragging me through the mud. Clearly you can see the cap. Now let's see if the media will keep that same energy they had trying to destroy me to run the real story. Me and my team are taking legal action on this situation. You don't play with people's lives like that. We'll see how this plays out. It's still being investigated. She's still seeking twenty million to cover her legal fees and punitive damages, et cetera. But she just lost her representation. Chris Brown has these, these receipts, as they call them. Um, a listener said, if these texts are real, Chris's accuser is doing a disservice to real victims who are already afraid to come forward as people like to not believe women. Meanwhile, only 2 to 8% of rape cases are deemed false, so it is a real thing. Chris should also not be falsely accused. This is awful to do to anyone. Absolutely, and I said it once, and I say it again on over and over and over. Any woman, any person in general who lies about being raped and accuses someone of raping them and it's not true should be jailed for life. They should be in that psych ward that they got Jesse in. Jail for life if you lie about being raped. Because that shit is serious. There are so many people who are actually raped. And you want to lie because you mad because this man ghosted you? Under the jail. Talk about best I ever had. Shaking my head. (laughs) Someone said, I don't know about life, but definitely some form of punishment. Nah, life. (laughs) Rape is rape is so serious. Rape is serious. And for somebody to have the audacity to lie about it is so nuts to me. So nuts to me. Um, yeah. It's crazy. And there are a lot of people who are in jail right now for being accused of rape falsely and they're they're innocent. And they just didn't have the opportunity to to prove their innocence or had the proof, really, to, to, um, to prove their innocence. And you got some people where the proof is there and they're still in jail. Hashtag Free Albert Wilson, still in there after being falsely accused. But that concludes what's hot in these blogs for this week. I'm going to get ready to get into what blows my... Let's get that theme music popping off. up. What blows mind? It's the part of the show we say we can send our skin, works our nerves. What's that one thing people do that just have you like, bruh? Really? 646-716-8544. That's the number to call. Press number one right now, right now, right now. What blows mind for this week? Gas prices. Blowing mind right now on the up and up. I mean, I'm ready to cut the bottom out of my car. Flintstone style. Yabba dabba do. Because this shit is crazy. It's is nuts. I mean, it's not the first time. You know. These prices throughout the years, for various reasons, they go up and down. Sometimes it's like super duper low and everybody like, yo, this is crazy, da 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 and then sometimes it's super duper high. It's nothing new but when it's high this shit is nuts and mind you i now live somewhere where i own a car and i need gas back when i was living in new york i took the public transportation everywhere so gas prices didn't affect me none because i had a metro card and i used it regularly Having a car, especially the kind of car that I got where it burns the gas because it's technically like a, I don't even know, like a sports car, if you will. <laughs> like, it's all them horses. It burns gas. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. I feel like I don't know if I've ever seen where it changed so quickly. Like it felt like overnight, it's a new price. Every day you go to the gas station is a new price. It feels like every day. It's like, damn, give me a chance to adjust. And out here, I've seen people. <laughs> when I went to, uh, I went back home. New York a few weeks ago and people were complaining that the gas was like three something and I'm looking like shit you should see what it is in California cause it's double that literally but it's still high for, for well not high it still went up from what it was But I'm just thinking, like, shit, y'all don't even know. Last I checked, the gas, I don't know, on average, it's probably like $6 on average. But it's upwards of $7, depending where you at. Most gas stations that are, like, right next to, like, freeway entrances and stuff are higher. So those are the ones that are in some – Places pushing seven dollars. Shit, it might even be more than seven dollars. I haven't seen a gas station in a day. It probably changed, but I guess they feel like if you coming to me straight off the highway, you probably was running out of gas and you really need me. So my my price gonna be a little higher because I'm right here by this freeway exit. I don't know if you guys noticed that any gas station that's right next to the freeway is higher than if you were to go like. More inside the city. So, yeah. It's crazy. The last few times I've gotten my gas from um Costco. Costco had the lowest, and I haven't filled up in about a week. So, I'm due to. I probably will go today. So, we'll see how that goes because Costco is probably now five-something because they were four-something where I live, and they were the lowest- Of anywhere around them, we'll see. These gas prices is nuts. I listen to say, I remember as a team when gas was eighty nine cents per gallon. (laughs) They say I used to put a dollar on the car to get home if I was empty. My friends did the same. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) That is hilarious. Eighty nine cents a gallon. That would be amazing. But yeah, that blows my for this week. Let me see, do I have anything else? I don't think so. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I think that's it for me. I think that's all I got. All right, we're going to get ready to get up out of here. Once again, thank you for tuning in, however you're tuning in. Stitcher in. <laughs> Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, appreciate you. If you're just uh tuning in now, we spoke about Ryan Kugler and his Bank of America Incident, Jesse Smollett, Chris Brown. You we'll can play back the show afterwards from the top. Follow us on social media at I am Hollywood Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and follow our producer, Stacy, at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. B-L-U is how you spell blue at Hampton Blue Network. And uh, at Hollywood and Friends on Instagram as well. Listen, it said, I rarely drive here. I just put $20 on my car and it keeps me good for two months. (laughs) They don't care what the price is. That's definitely the beauty if if you're somewhere where you don't drive that much because the gas would so definitely just sit there. And LA they got they got a transit system and they got buses, but I've never taken it and I don't think I ever want to. <laughs> um I think I'd do just to see what it looked like like a, as a tourist to see um how it is and how it differs from New York um transit system. I'm, I'm just just to say I did it. So one day I'll probably do it, just take it, like, one stop just to see what it's looking like under the ground. (laughs) But, yeah. It's gas, man. But, hey, it is what it is. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with the punches. But we're going to get ready to get up out of here. Thank you again for listening, and... We out. This thing on. Give me a second. Let me air it out. Click, clack, bang. I'm going to clear it out. Givenchy, I'ma wear it out, phone can't ping, don't compare my route, and uh, call me to go. price going up, better have my quote, I should be celebrated, let me grab my float, and I say getting brain from a misty throat, now, nah.
0: barberini, fettuccine on my plate for dinner, niggas can't see me, I'm Houdini, and it's just a glimmer of what I have in store, furthermore, ain't no beginner. Who's the dopest of them all? Let me ask my mirror, mirror. Huh, big ego. My ancestors, so we go. Rooting for all my people. They try to oppress, but we dread the need, though. Huh, this a redo. Navigation on a clear view. Stop killing each other. We the same hue. From the same block, single from the same soups. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Let me pick up with a flow that can hold you like pickups. up beep, beep. A small setback, a hiccup. But now I'm back like a season, summer with the heat, heat, heat. 2020 full of new growth, stay packed with a new flow. <laughs> Ain't these other niggas you know, they never lead a block and I'm flying out of heat, bro. Oh, here he go, on top like a CEO. Danger, call it Mr. Co. when different folks don't want to see you moving up different strokes. Am I visible, better than any mini miney mo. Here for the ghost, C-3PO Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me glow uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Let me get back, get back to it, right back to it Came off
0: the flames, going right back through it Best, it's a bop soon as I, they view it Never will I stop, nigga, thought you knew it If you left my side, you blew
2: it If you counted
0: me out, you stupid Clarity, nigga, no confusion Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing is a, huh, ha, hard dug it Wait till you hear this whole new shit Just reloaded my new clip Filling this fire, this a pit. Church Sunday service,
1: can't judge a book by what's on this surface, I'm so quiet I should make you nervous, send out a PSA nigga this is urgent,
2: uh,
1: can you hear me now, uh, can you hear me now, This you hear me now, can you hear me now, uh,
2: can you hear me now,